you guys doing today? It is Jake from the Fourth Liners podcast, and it's been a while. Um, this is episode 72. I f- we f- keep forgetting how to m- uh, mention that uh, w- we've actually made it pretty far, eh? 72 episodes? It's pretty impressive. That's a lot of episodes. It's a lot of episodes. What is this, Bro? our third season? Yeah, I, I think so. Because we kind of started the podcast to 2021. Like, kind of, yeah. like, still during COVID times. And, uh, yeah. And uh, we're still doing this virtually, which is hilarious. But um, well, until we move in together, yeah, exactly. We get we get our own studio and everything. <laughs> Fourth Liners podcast studio. I mean that, that that's a dream, you know. That's the dream. Do this for a living, but obviously, you know, uh, uh, dreams are dreams are good, but you know they might not happen. But you know, we both had a ton of real life going on lately. Lots of work. You've been traveling. You know, it's yeah. been it's been tough to actually be able to to sit down and be able to record on a day that we both have off. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, working full time, it's just like you're exhausted when you come home and. And uh, I mean, I, I'm going to try to edit some more videos when I'm when I have some downtime just so we can have some content out coming for you guys, because I uh, I did record some content. Uh, I went to the Niagara Ice Dogs game not too long ago because I was in Niagara for work and it was actually pretty cool. I was I had front row seats to the penalty box and, and I was like, like making eye contact with the players and everything. It was funny. Um, That's so I got funny. Yeah, I got some cool videos. I'm gonna make a nice little, nice little TikTok for the uh, Instagram, TikTok, and probably YouTube too. So look out for that. Um, but yeah, it was a good game. Honestly, good hockey. A guy lost a tooth. Um, the OHL I, is I, so good, man. Like I live like fast. five minutes away. I live like five minutes away from uh, the Bulldogs Arena, right? So oh, yeah. I could literally at any time. Like I practically live on the street that the Bulldogs play on. Let's go to like a bull let's, let's go to a game. I'll go to a game. Yeah, man. I live in I live in Burlington, but like you know, the road that goes into Hamilton, like I, yeah. it's the same road that that I live on, and it's the same road that the that you know, what is it? Ontario Credit First Ontario Credit Arena's on something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Let, let's uh, let's hit up some OHL games, man. They're a fun team, dude. Clint Mysack. Oh, he doesn't okay. play for them anymore. Is he someone's brother? Mysack? I don't know. He got drafted. Yeah. Arbor Arbor Jacky's brother plays for the Bulldogs, oh, though. Yeah, that's right. Is it so it's the Hamilton Bulldogs, and that's the name of Yeah, them. yeah. Hamilton Bulldogs. Okay. Um who else like didn't didn't you say you used to watch some OHL games and it was a different team though? It wasn't wasn't that team. I went and saw I went and saw it was a long time ago. I went and saw yeah. the when they were the St. Mike's majors or the Mississauga Steelheads now. But oh, I went and okay. saw them when they were in the Memorial Cup, and like it was that's Devontae I saw like, Smith Pelly, right? Yeah, I saw. Yeah, Devontae Smith Pelly mm. got a hat trick. He was incredible. Yeah, I remember you saying that to me, and I was like, okay, you know what? I think these are going to be. Pre- it might be a pretty good game, actually. Like it was, it ended up being two thousand seven hundred people there, which was like it I your was first thinking, game? was it your first OHL game? No, no, I've been to Austria General games, and uh, but that's about it just an Austria general game, but I haven't been out of town to an, another OHL team. Um, gotcha. And I haven't been to an OHL game in years, so it was kind of cool to go. I mean, I went by myself. Uh, I mean, I didn't care. I, I, there was no one sitting beside me. The ticket was only $30 and it was cheap. It's good worth hockey. it, man. I, it's I saw, really worth it. it. It is. I saw guys like Edward Sale. Um, he's on yeah. Barry. Um, what, who's other guys? Lavoie. Lavoie. 
is the captain of um, Niagara. I don't know which which one it is because there's I know there's two di- there's two different ones. Um, Niagara. I, I I'd so the thing the funny is the funny thing is before I went I had no clue what the standings were and I'm like you know what let's just not look at them let's just watch the game see who's the better team and like kind of guess to see if the team is good or not. So I mean Niagara did a really good job. It was three nothing basically the whole game for Niagara. And then out of nowhere, three minutes left, Barry ends up coming back. Um, Edward Sale gets one of the goals. And then um, I also witnessed a huge hit. The guy was stumbling when he got up. And I'm like, definitely for going into concussion protocol after that. It was, but I got front row seats for that. Yeah, it was right in front of the penalty box. But I think he came back, so he was fine. But, um, But yeah, and then... It was 3-2 with a little bit left, and then they ended up getting two empty netters, so uh, it was 5-2 at the end of it. So, yeah, it's not too bad. It was a pretty good game and pretty exciting. I, I got a hat, too, as well. Um, it's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I definitely recommend going to an OHL game. It's, it, it's you know what? It, it's not like an NHL game, of course, but it honestly, they try to make the best out of the atmosphere that they have. And the fans really do. The atmosphere is great. The atmosphere is great. Like OHL atmosphere is really good. Like, and I, you know, it doesn't have to be the OHL. It could be, it could be, you know, the WHL, it could be the QMJHL. And if you're living in the States, you know, you could go watch uh, the USHL. You know what I mean? Uh, Like, uh, Saginaw. Is that how you say it? The spirit? Spirit? Yeah. 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 They're, they're, are they in the States? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're an OHL team, right? Yeah. Yep. Or no, WHL. No, no, they're OHL. OHL, yeah. Saginaw? Yeah. yeah. Cool okay. Perfetti, yeah. Um, who, who, well, they also Erie, have Fl- Flint, Flint, Flint as well. Flint, Erie, yeah. Yeah, um, and then and then in the WHL, they have like the, like Portland, Portland Winterhawks, yeah. and they also have yeah. like the Everett, Everett Silvertips, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah no, like, and I was going to say as well, like, you know, it doesn't have to be the CHL. Like, you can go watch like USHL hockey, yeah. you know? A you lot of really good players come up through that. You can go watch NCAA if you want, if you can stomach being around college kids, you know? Well, I, I, obviously, I could. I, I would definitely want to go see an NCAA game. And I've talked to Jamie. He says I got free tickets if I want to go see Providence play. So um, let me know. Let me know if you want to go down to Providence. We'll go watch a game. That'd be fun. A little right? Rhode Island action. Man, it's probably a fun time down there. Or up there, whatever you say. But, uh, but yeah, no. Um I, I the way I think about it is that once you go see a game and you know it's a little bit of like the lower leagues like the OHL or you know WHL or even AHL and you're gonna you're you're thinking about it oh it's a it's a lower league team but no they're gonna be wanting it more because they're trying to impress um, NHL scouts they're trying to make it higher and higher they have something to prove but NHL guys I mean they're already making millions of dollars right. Yes, they perform every night, and yes, they got up a, um, you know, uh, perform for a spot on the team. But they don't have to work as hard as the guys in the OHL that maybe don't get as much minutes, and they have to prove that why that coach needs to put them on the first line power play so the scouts can see them score. Um, and so I just think it's a very good league to showcase your skills if you you know. Um, I know we talk about the NCAA route, but I, I mean, I do appreciate the OHL route as well because um, there's some really talented players that come out of there as well. 
But I do still... a little bit of research, man. You can you can see, you know, there's there's usually four, you know, three to four guys on every OHL team that are drafted, you know. So yeah. No, yeah, and it's been like that for a very long time too. But and obviously the NCAA has produced recently more um, a lot of great players. But I mean, it's even I, now, I'd say. Yeah, or I think there. I would. I think I would choose NCAA. I just, I just think it's yeah. the whole atmosphere. We talked about it a hundred times, right? Yeah, yeah the benefits, down there, get the college experience and yeah, it just you know, outweighs the hockey the other. Really good. Yeah, yeah. but um, but yeah, no, I definitely recommend that and. Uh, um but yeah so we can we get into stuff or do you want uh actually let's how are you doing bryce your canucks are doing well really good really good surprisingly yeah. good if you would i i didn't have i didn't have quinn hughes elias patterson and jt miller leading the league in points uh in yeah. november you know they're tied they're still tied they all have 27 points right now you know yeah. vancouver's been so good but i i think before i want to get into the the teams and stuff i think we got to talk a little bit about um, the Adam Johnson incident, uh, we haven't had a chance to, to really discuss that. I don't want to go too, too deep into it, but like, mm-hmm. man, that is the absolute worst case scenario. And I think, I think in all of sport, I think that's the worst thing that could happen in any sport in the world. A, yeah. a skate blade cut. Like, it's just horrible. I haven't seen the video. I don't want to see it, but horrible. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the video, um, not at first not by choice just scrolling on tiktok you, you just it's gonna happen um i mean i seen a blurry one of it where you can you don't really see anything and you just see like the movements of the players so it's not as graphic but um you know it is just an unfortunate thing like i i remember seeing it and like is this real like it doesn't didn't feel real that someone died in the game of hockey playing hockey in this day of age, right? Like with all of our equipment that we have and, and then, you know, you forget about the neck guards, right? And it's, it's sad. I mean, I've, I've seen the Malarchuk video. I've seen the, the Zednik video, like, and you know, I, I was able to watch those because I know the player doesn't unfortunately pass away. Yeah. But yeah. like, I, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I, can, it, I, I can't watch somebody like, you know, that's somebody's no. worst moment. Yeah, for sure. I just can't. No, no it, it, it's definitely a hard thing to watch. And, and I can't even imagine the fans that were in the building as well. Experience to evacuate the building. His, his girlfriend was in the building as well. Oh, and, my God. Which is so traumatic. I mean, I think they were probably going to get married. Um, it's just he apparently he was the most genuine person, the nicest guy. He looks like he was respected on every team he was on. The Penguins loved him. The Ontario Reign loved him. Um, I'm not sure. I forget where else he played, but he played a few. He, I'm pretty sure he played like 13 NHL games or something around there. Um, so he's had some solid minutes in the NHL. And I mean, that's at least that you I mean he had minutes in the NHL, which was pretty cool. But he, it's way too short. 29 years old is way too short for anyone to live and, and to go that way is, you know, it, it honestly brings tears to like you know like like when i first saw it it was very sad it was gut-wrenching and i just uh, i I can't i I don't think i will be able to imagine what that family is going through what that team is going through and what everyone involved is going through so well they've arrested uh, they've arrested Petgrave now um yeah i I think they actually did charge him with manslaughter yep he's out he's out on bail and like i i haven't seen the video so i can't really speak to it 
Um, but I guess what some people are saying is maybe he stuck his leg out and, and, and that's why they're calling it negligent. Like it was an unorthodox like move by him and it led to obviously the incident. Uh, obviously like I, like there's absolutely like anybody, I saw a lot of really stupid people commenting like oh he literally like did that on purpose like bro there is absolutely zero chance that a hockey player would ever have that come into their brain like oh i'm gonna slice this guy like i I can't even imagine that and i doubt an nhl player could ever even think that I, i i don't know like yeah i think it comes down to like maybe instinctually in the moment to try and like prevent Johnson from from getting around him or whatever happened, like maybe he did stick his foot out, right? Just instinctually. Or, or maybe, to... he, but that's the thing. Or maybe he was trying to catch his balance, and and that's the thing. Like I don't think we'll ever know actually what happened. And I mean, it, you can only take what, what everyone's word is. I mean, obviously the people that don't know anything about it and decide to make a TikTok about it. It's just kind of ridiculous to me and kind of just stirring. It's a lot of people more. who don't know anything about hockey, right? Like this stuff yeah. made like big news headlines, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of people who don't know a, a, a single thing about hockey making comments about it saying, oh, we did that on purpose. Like, bro, you don't you, you obviously bro. don't watch the sport like you it, do not watch the sport because yeah, that is. is not something that anybody would ever do on purpose. No. And, and Sean Avery made a good point. I mean, he's like. Yeah, like he tried to stop him from getting in the zone. And maybe that's not accurate as well. That's just just saying what he said. But one thing he did say that I did agree with, he's like, Petgrave didn't wake up thinking, you know, I'm going to go, you know, unalive someone. You know what I mean? He he yeah. he was going to go play a hockey game. And there's no way that, you know, he woke up thinking to do that. Like there, it's just, and, and, and it's I've sad seen, for everyone involved. Yeah, I mean, I've seen videos of how people fall on the ice and, and how high their legs go, and it, it it does look very similar. I mean, you can only hope it was just a freak accident. And it was. That, and, and, and you know what it comes yeah. down to? It comes down to how fast the game is now. Yeah. People and players are moving so fast yeah. that, you know, skates are coming up. You know, people are getting hit hard, yep. and skates are coming up. And players are, are falling over at 35 miles an hour. Yeah. Like, and blades are coming up. And, and that's why I think now, at this point in hockey's, like, you know, life, I think net guards should really, really, really be considered being, like, mandated. Well, because so, so- I don't want to have to see that in the NHL. Well, well, I mean, you're, you're seeing a trend now. You're seeing the domino effects of kind of all the leagues doing it now. So, like, obviously the EIHL, which is the league where it happened in, um, next season it's mandatory to wear a net guard. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure all of them would would agree with that rule um, after that situation. And then I noticed some NHL players doing it, like TJ Oshie. He has his own brand of... Uh, hockey wear or like hockey gear so he he um has a lot of athletes wearing it anyways so uh, and he he's promoting that because his i don't think is very restrictive it's, it's safe so 
Um, and I, when I was at the actually actually when I was at the game, I noticed majority of them wearing neck guards. And it it's was mandatory in the OHL. It's mandatory. Oh, it's mandatory. So then then they were yeah. all wearing it. OK, yeah, yeah. it's mandatory. Yeah. In oh, OHL. No, it, it w, WHL just made it mandatory. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah. uh yeah you you know I, well, I, I it, also it, believe that they should be wearing cat like the full full cut resistant suits too because you know last season Evander Kane gets his wrist slashed like every year every well, year somebody gets cut. Well, I have a and story. And it's not good. I have yeah. a story from when I was actually playing hockey. This is an example. It happens anywhere, not even like players going that fast, right? You know what I mean. It happens even at slower like speeds. Because when I was at a practice one time with my my rep hockey team, we were all good skaters, right? We weren't pad. And we were, and then two of my teammates were going on a one-on-one for a drill. And um, one guy lost his balance. And then one guy's leg was out in the wrong spot. And one skate cut the Achilles of the the, the defender. And uh, it, it did this. It started, you know. Cut it pretty deep, and he couldn't walk on it, gushing blood, and he was out for a while. He recovered, but it happens, right? And and after that, they made us get all Kevlar socks and everything like that, so we wouldn't get cut like that. Kevlar socks and wrist guards, man. Yeah, like that's it's so simple. Kevlar socks and wrist guards, and and a neck protector. And I don't care if it's a one piece or if it's strap on, anything to help. And like, I don't want it to have to be like. Like, I don't want it to have to be where, like, the NHL has to deal with a tragedy like Adam Johnson in order to mandate it. Like, prevent that. And, like, we yeah. saw it happen with Malarchuk, okay? We saw it happen with Zednik. Neither of them died. But, like, unbelievably scary stuff. Yeah. And so, at I, this point, I mean, with where the game's at, like, it's just, it's got to be made mandatory, man. Yeah. I mean, there's just no excuse about it. All right, <laughs> after... No. Grandfather them in if you want. Grandfather them in like like visors if you want. Like everything you've done. From from now on, if you're entering the league, from now on, you have to wear a neck guard. You don't have to force any players to wear one that are already playing, but like grandfather them in like visors and helmets. Like yeah, well I I think it's the best idea. This is this is a different issue than say you can't put anything like any tape on your equipment. This is a safety issue. Right, and if it's a safety issue and they're mandating it, I think it is necess- very necessary. Right, like a player should not kind of try to rebel against this. I mean, I it's a piece of equipment, and you're playing a game that requires it. So, I mean, like, would you tell your kid not to wear one? Probably not. You no, man. Put if, up, I'm, if, I, if I was a parent and I had my kid in hockey, he'd be wearing a neck guard. Yeah. Every day. I wear one. I mean, it, maybe it isn't the best one right now. I mean, I haven't played in a while, but it's, it, it, I still wore one because I was I was I was always scared of getting cut, you know. And um, yeah, my yeah, boss but, plays plays a you know pretty good beer league, and he yeah. wears one. He's a goalie. It's like you know, oh, very important for a goalie. Yeah, yeah. You just you just gotta. I don't know if it's uncomfortable. You just have to to play through it and get used to it, man. Because like I, that's the thing, like. It's gonna feel uncomfortable at first for like say like a brand new equipment, but then it, it it you move around and it just adjusts and it feels fine after a while. That's all equipment is. Like you, I swear, every equipment, every piece of equipment, you just have to get used to it. And yeah. Uh, but yeah, just rest in peace, Anyways, Adam Johnson. Yeah, rest just in peace, it. Adam. And and you know what? Uh, to Matt Peckrave, like I'm really sorry that happened to you as well. You yeah. know, I'm really sorry that happened to you. 
his life has uh, turned around. I don't know. Change it doesn't make well. It doesn't make sense why he would put himself in this situation. Why would he do that? Why would he do that on purpose? Uh, well, yeah. Well, that's why they're Shit. saying it's manslaughter. Yeah. But I don't know. You have to yeah. on the manslaughter charge. Like you have to prove that what he was doing was negligent. Yeah. Like it was. Like was it negligent? Like like was did he do something that was like? I think he just slipped on the like like honestly lost an edge and he was trying to go for the hit. Lost an edge, clip got clipped by the guy. I'm okay. I won't go into it because it's just it's over. It, it, it nothing can change from it, right? Nothing can change, and it's tragic. All we can do is try to mandate Neckard so it doesn't happen again. But I mean, I I just hope everything gets settled in the way it's supposed to be. Uh, hopefully, Peckgrave. Has Johnson's can, family know, come out and said anything? I don't think they're really mad at him. I don't think they are. I don't think they would be either. But yeah, but the people were mad that um, Sheffield had a standing ovation for Matt Peckrave. Um, no, like that's not situation. something to get mad at. What the fuck? People were saying like that. That's kind of bad. Like you're cheering for someone who just you know. Okay. Well, yes, Adam. Yes, like Adam, like is the victim here. Like I understand, yeah. but like, like, but so is Petgrave. Like. Peckrave yeah, like, is not like Peckrave has to deal with this now for the rest of his life. And, yeah. and to me personally, it's something that he did not ever want to happen. Like, and it's just a product of the game of hockey. Like it just, yeah. it was such an unfortunate thing. And like, I think if you're mad that Sheffield gave Petgrave a standing ovation. You're like a wicked person. Like you think that somebody who like, you know, I mean, he's going to, he's, the PTSD, man. You yeah. can't even imagine. You will never unsee it. You know what I mean? He's going to think about that every day of his life. Yeah. I know I would. So, so. I would. So, yeah. Anyways, yeah. let's oh, talk about uh, let's talk about the good part of hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Vancouver so, Canucks, man. Yeah, they're leading the league. Top, like the top well, three players are the Canucks. Or has it changed? We were going to, we. it's still the top three. Miller, mm-hmm. Patterson, Hughes all have 27 points. William Nylander's in fourth with 25. And then Besser's yeah. with, has 21 down in 13th. But I mean, we could talk about like the Oilers and the Canucks kind of in the same, same uh, wavelength here because like it's such a stark contrast. So you have yeah. the Canucks who, and I mean, we talked about it last episode where the Canucks went into Edmonton and, and or Edmonton. It was the home opener in Vancouver. So yeah. Vancouver blew them out eight to one. And then we go over to Edmonton for the second game and and we beat them in a game that we probably shouldn't have won. And then at the Oilers just, dude, holy crap, man. Like they, they broke. Like, like it's really funny, man. Everybody's, oh, the Canucks broke the Oilers. It's like, well, they kind of did. And so it, oh, yeah, it's just did. insane seeing the Canucks like playing as well as they are. They're a top three team right now. Um, and they just, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like we've said it every year. Like, the talent has always been there, but like, just the execution was not. And I really think that Rick Tockett's going to win the Jack Adams. I I can't see another coach winning the Jack Adams. I mean, I just think he uh, he uh, is a very smart guy when it comes to hockey, and he's been in the league himself, right? So he knows. He knows what to do. Big big time player. Big time player. Yeah, he's 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 a he's a he's a winner. So. Um, and then that's a good person Demko as there. well, man. Demko as well, yeah. you know, is is back to playing at his standard, and and you know Demko looks like a top three goalie right now. Yeah, like Vancouver. Like if you had told me 
this before the season, I would have I would have been mad at you for like trying to patronize me. Well, it's okay. Like, so so I just thought of this. So you know how we were doing like uh, you're like I don't know if it was like two years ago we were talking about like if the Olympic teams and like who would be the three goalies yeah. and like I I struggled putting Demko in over someone. I can't even remember who that someone is. But Hellebuck. Yeah, I'd put him over Hellebuck now. Mm-hmm. I would. I would. I mean, I I definitely think Hellebuck's really good. But this season, based off this season, Demko for sure. Demko's but, always been this good. It's just now the team in front of him is playing correct defense. Yeah. And he's healthy. You know, he's always been this good. It's yeah. just the team now is finally you know, assembled like in Vancouver in the off season went out and got so much depth. Like one of my favorite players this season is Pia Suter. Like, yeah, he's, yeah. I've he's always been liked such him. a good player, man. Such yeah. a good player. We got Teddy Bluger. You know, we went out and got we, Carson Susie, who's injured now for a couple months. We got Ian Cole. You know, we got yeah. all of these really good defensive players that, that, you know, play to the structure that Talkit has, has built. And, it's not even just talk it, man. I mean, the assistant coaches on Vancouver are Sergey Gonchar and, and Adam Foote and Mike yeah. Yao. Like, yeah. this team, I genuinely believe that this team now is where it's it's playing where it should be. You know, maybe maybe a little bit overachieving, but like this, like Vancouver, this talent, it's always had the talent of a playoff team. It's just never had the execution. And now we have it, right? And Quinn Hughes is turned into an absolute maniac man yeah like i've been watching i've watched every canucks game so far this year and quinn hughes when he has the puck it's like nothing bad happens and he is so good on his edges like dude he like before the season started espn i think rated him as like a 3b defenseman in the league like he was like the third tier of defenseman really like tier three yeah i don't remember if it was espn or somebody in oh he's definitely getting the norris this year I mean, if McCarr doesn't have anything to do with it, but you never know. Hughes um, has been better than McCarr by a mile. Yeah. And Hughes can defend, too. Like, I'm not like everybody. Everybody always said, oh, Quinn Hughes can't really defend. He can't play well on his own end. Dude, yes, he can. <laughs> yes, yeah. he can. Like, and then you look at guys like Elias Patterson, who could very well win the heart. I mean, yeah. he's playing out of his mind hockey, even though I do think he has a slight injury. And then JT Miller, right? I've been preaching this guy for years. And people were so mad when we signed Miller instead of Horvat. Dude, I'm taking Miller over Horvat I would always every day take of Miller. the week. Every day of the week, I'm taking JT Miller over Horvat. And JT Miller plays like, you know who he's identical to? Like he's the who? same player. Ryan Kessler. Same player. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. And American too. Yeah. Fiery, physical, decent defensively, good faceoffs, has a wicked shot. Like JT Miller is... That well, guy. he's playing with Besser, so I mean that's a good line, uh, pairing. But right. like, Phil Di Giuseppe is playing with them. Yeah, so he's he's playing with with um, Miller and Besser. Yeah, so he's like he's like the four checker, you know. He's like this kind of like the Zach. Kyman. Okay, he's yeah. not as good as Zach Kyman. Like I watch I watch the games and like I look at Di Giuseppe and like the guy is like all work, like just work, yeah. work, 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 work. He just kind of helps very... out Miller and Besser and clears the way, kind yeah. of. Clear, clear okay. space and gets into the corners. Like, I'll be honest, bro. He doesn't have a lot of offensive upside. So like, he doesn't have a lot he, of points right now then. No, I don't he? even know how. I don't I don't even think he does. Okay. Uh, I can look, though. Well, because he wouldn't be on any power play lines. He'd just be on that line. He's not. Him. Okay. 
So, like, I actually do have a question for you. So, looking at the roster right now and considering how good they're doing, obviously they're going to, I hope, stay with this. DiGiuseppe has seven points. It's not too bad for him. Yeah, I mean, like, he chips chips in, but, like, you know, he's... He may have a career year. Who knows? He could. Anyways, what what was the question? So, like saying they keep they maintain this good stretch that they have right and then they they make the playoffs um but they say they're headed that way at the trade deadline if they had someone to get or you would model someone by like who would you who you think they would need say like winger wise or defense wise or someone like an addition that would kind of complete this team to make it more of a championship winning team um so Vancouver does have a surplus of wingers. We have we have two okay. wingers who have been discussed uh, being traded all year, and that's that's okay. Bovillier and and Connor Garland. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I, Garland's, I, I can see that. Garland's been pretty good. He really yeah. does drive the offense on his line. Bovillier has his moments. Like like he's definitely mm-hmm. a threat. Like he's not like the goals haven't really been coming, but like he's definitely a threat. But he's a little bit too expensive. So yeah, I think. I, don't think he's on the right I think team. Ving- no, he's well, he's not getting he's not getting the right role. He's playing third, no. fourth line. Like Bavillier should be a top six, like complimentary piece, like yeah, as inconsistent yeah. as he might be. I, and is I he, like I said, he I don't like a right him. winger. I'm not sure. I don't think he is. But but, I could but you know he has his moments where you know and like the last couple games I've watched him and and you know it's like you know you're you know you're you're doing stuff like you're you're. Yeah creating opportunities but i do think one of the two he is um so to answer your question i think what the canucks want is to move out a a winger a surplus Mm -hmm. winger and i think what would uh bring this team together is another top four uh defender and a name that i see floated a lot is brett pesci oh he'd be a good guy nice defensive defenseman yeah i see brett he's right-handed too isn't he yeah i think so Yep. So he, I, I that's a guy that's going to be highly wanted in the at the trade deadline. Because like if we get Pesci right, then our top, then our defense, then our defense is like is like Hughes Ronick, right? Yeah. But I think ideally you want to split the two of them up just to have more offense like spread out. So yeah. it would be like Hughes, um, Pesci or something like that, and yeah. then you have, and I mean, then you, you have, have Ronick no Susi. No, he's no. not he's not uh, i know he's, he's playing with he's playing with quinn hughes like i'm surprised yeah, he's to see that. he's not a well quinn hughes can take anybody and elevate them yeah. but he is not a solution uh, he's a decent depth defenseman but yeah i do not want to see him every night he no he, has, he's a first round pick like years ago and i didn't even yeah. know he was still playing in the league you could um, have like like two straight minutes of offensive zone time pressure and the puck would find the way to his stick and it all just dies. Yeah. He just doesn't know what to do with it. And like he's physical. He's pretty like he's I pretty like his big. physicality. He's pretty big. Yeah, so I, I like his physicality, but like yeah, he's not he's not a solution there. I think what ideally I think what we would want it would it would be like Hughes Pesci and then like Ronick Susie. And then our bottom yeah. si- and then our bottom six is um um like Myers Cole. Which is well, pretty good. Well, you guys just got Mark Friedman, and it looks like he might be playing some time. 
Yeah, so I really like Mark Friedman, but the yeah. thing with him is like, you know, again, not really a lot of offensive upside there. And I'm like, I'm not saying he has mm-hmm. to be. He's a little small. He's good, yeah. though. Like, the dude has a ton of heart. Like, if he was our seventh defenseman, I'd be ecstatic about it. But, he, you know, he, I won't lie to you. Like, he has done a good job, um, you know, filling filling in for, you know, I guess our lack of defensive depth. Well, um, on Pittsburgh, he was a valued, valued, guy, valued guy. So, I mean, well, he they, played they, most of his time in the minors. Yeah, he did. But they definitely called him up when they wanted to. They like they needed him, you know, um, he he's one of those defensemen that can go up and down and kind of play when you, you kind of need an extra guy. Yeah, um, man. So he's kind of where, where I have. where I really started to like him is that San Jose game when we were winning like ten nothing. I think at the time we were winning like eight nothing, and um, and San Jose had a little bit of zone time, and and Friedman blocked a shot with his face, and I'm like, bro, <laughs> it is eight nothing. You do not have to do need that. to do that. <laughs> and Yo. so, but yeah, but I saw yeah, him I guess do he's that, and he was trying to make the roster, man. And he had got high sticked earlier in the game. You know, he got cut earlier in the game with a high stick. And then he get and then he blocks one in the face and he was so angry. He like yeah. threw his gloves off and just ran off the ice, like down the Jeez. tunnel. Like it was like, oh man. But you know what? Like I really respected that. I really respected that. Yeah, so. I mean that, that's that's obviously loyalties to the team. And yeah, and that's a that's a guy that you want on the back end too, right? Because yeah. he's gonna be you, I have no problems you, you with him a guy, being there. No, you need a guy to sacrifice his body, and if he's willing to do that at eight nothing, well he's gonna be willing to do that with one nothing or zero zero yeah. you know what i mean he's gonna yeah. do that every night for you so let's uh let's transition then to a team that maybe uh they've started to play a little bit better lately but uh i don't know it's the edmonton weird. oilers oh ken holland needs to go um they did oh, fire jay, jay woodcroft. woodcroft yeah he's um, gone who did they hire it was it was david's coach when he was in uh, in erie that they hired it's getting a little sad isn't it it is. And who did they hire? His former agent? Yeah. Yeah. It's getting a little sad. And like, if yeah. I'm dry sidle, I'm like, what the, what the hell, man? Yeah. Like, who, like I play I, for this team too. Like, like, what, like what, I don't know. Wouldn't like, that rub you the wrong way? Yeah. No, it, it'd be like, okay. I'm like, not really looked at here as a, as a, as a top gun at all. I mean, he has honestly out, outscored mcdavid in some seasons so i think he's outscoring him this season mcdavid's been awful well not awful but by by mcdavid by mcdavid's standards standards, he's been terrible yeah no this is not norman mcdavid i found it weird that he's points in 13 games four goals four goals that's that's bad i mean it doesn't help it doesn't help with the team he has but i don't even know what to do with that team I i just think you need to Get rid of that management. Get a, a management that you know knows how to form a team and not sign guys to long, long deals and and uh, you know get older defensemen that are maybe not as great and give them five million dollar deals. Like it just doesn't make sense how they keep doing the same thing. Vancouver was doing that and then they changed their ways. Vancouver is now going after great defensemen. They got Philip Heronik, right? I mean Quinn Hughes is amazing. Even Mark Friedman, that's it's a younger defenseman, and still having Tyler Myers, Tyler Myers, and Ian Cole as veteran defense. Well, we signed we signed Susie and Cole, you know. Yeah, like we signed those two guys, and then last season we traded for Heronic. For and, and Heronic is a yeah. right-handed defenseman. It only cost us a first. 
And it wasn't even our first. It was the Islanders first. It was like a middle first round pick. Like, yeah. how does Edmonton not jump all over a guy like Philip Ronick? And I mean, it might just come down to cap, right? It might just come down yeah. to cap, but it's but it's it, it's the it's the Jack Campbell contracts that do this to you. Oh, you want to know it's funny too? So what? Connor Brown is. I mean, I knew this. We already knew this. Connor Brown's playing with McDavid, but that's another eerie otter connection right there. Yep. So McDavid's yeah. running this team. Um, I don't know if he is actually telling them to do this or they just really want to no. please him. No, I don't think so. I think I think they're just trying everything they can to like really get him going. And like yeah, when like, he's going, the team's going. But like the problem is like this is not a one man band sport. This is not basketball. Like you have to the whole team has to be good up and down the lineup. You can't so, win with just one guy. This is the line right now. So it's Nugent Hopkins on the left wing playing with McDavid and Connor Brown. Okay. It's not terrible, right? And then okay. Mc, and then yeah. Evander Kane, Drysaddle, Hyman. Still I like terrible. that line. That's yeah. a good line. Like, and then Fogle, McLeod, Ryan. And it drops off a little bit there. Um, I mean, but they're so, still role players. Um, from what I've read from Oilers fans, Brown has been awful. Has yeah, I don't like Brown. Think he, yeah, they want him waived. Like he's yeah. not good. Um, I oh, think, yeah. like, this team's problem isn't really its scoring. I mean, like Drysaddle still has twenty one points. I mean, they have they have five players who are point per game. Like it's not like they can't score. Yeah, it's just when they can't overscore. Like like they're still scoring, but not enough to not enough to outscore their problems. And their problem is um, an eight eighty save percentage and an eight seven three save percentage. That's their problem, and that is also connected to their defense, which is terrible, 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 terrible. I, I know this is crazy to say, but if like at a certain point, like if things still are this bad after this many years, do you consider trading either McDavid or Drysaddle, which is probably Drysaddle, not McDavid? Well, Drysaddle's but... contract is up next year. So if so they get think... an indication that he will not resign, I mean, yeah. I think he would, but at the same time, there's a possibility. There always is. Why would right? he? Like why? Like why would he though? He can get like, paid a lot of money somewhere else, and, and like and even win. if you take money out of the equation, which is obviously unrealistic, but take yeah. money out of the equation, it's like, okay, I am debatably the second best player in the league. Uh, this team literally only caters to McDavid. I don't know if he cares yeah. about that, but this team is so McDavid centric. And like, okay, fair enough. But what the what what have we accomplished? Like, we haven't done anything. And management is incapable. Like, how for for so long, man? How how long has it been since Edmonton's had an elite goalie? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can name one. Talbot had a good year. Think uh, think harder. Yeah. Dwayne Rollison? Oh, uh, Grant Fuhr. <laughs> Grant Fuhr might be Grant Fuhr. Grant Fuhr was their last, like, you know, franchise kind of goaltender. They had they had uh, Habby Boulin. I could uh, be missing some guys, but Habby Boulin was good well, too. They ha- well, yeah, but he was at the end of his career. I mean, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't Tampa Bay Habby Boulin. No, I mean they had they had Mike Smith, who I always liked, and honestly, I feel yeah. like if Mike Smith was there this year, I feel like it would be better. I feel like Mike Smith would I still feel be. Like, I feel like if Mike Smith was a little younger, 
it'd be he'd, he'd be really good at on Bro, this they team. used to complain they used to complain about Koskinen and Mike Smith I'm, I'm, dude if only they knew it could only get worse like, I, and Skin- I mean Skinner I, I like Skinner and obviously he doesn't I, I like, you look at the decor it's not that great I mean Eklund's a good well, defenseman it's, it's, it's actually quite Bouchard bad nerves. I mean Evan yeah. Bouchard Evan Bouchard doesn't know his own end from from he's more an ends. offensive guy though right like he's an offensive yeah but guy. i don't think that's a good excuse though like no, i feel it's like not. the best offensive defensemen still play good defense like my car still yeah. plays good defense adam mm-hmm. fox plays good defense quinn hughes plays good defense like it doesn't i'm not adam saying fox i'm not saying out. they need to, i'm not saying that he needs to be playing chris pronger defense yeah. but like he needs to be playing like he needs no, to be no. adequate i mean like appropriate needs to stand defense, in the like, right you know place yeah, he's in the NHL. Like, <laughs> like you have to know, you have to be able to still. It doesn't matter if you're. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many points he gets, which are all in the fucking power play, by the way. Yeah. Because yeah. he's a he's a power play merchant. There's yeah. like. I mean, I gotta say, just, I am a fan of him. I do like Evan Bouchard, and I do like. I love sure. his offensive game. I love his offensive game, but I'm not familiar with his defensive game because I don't think I've really seen it. Bad. But. It's bad, and yeah. and you know maybe maybe you could make up for it if he, they had a, a tier a tier A defensive defenseman with them, like if they had like a Chris Tanev with them, or yeah. they had like a Jacob Slavin with them, or they had you know a, a Charlie McAvoy with them, like you know that's the thing, right? But they don't yeah. have any of that. They have they have a um an older Matthias Ekholm, mm-hmm. right? They have a Vincent Dayarnay who is might be talent wise the worst player in the NHL. I hate to say that, but like he's just not very good. Yeah. Who I else mean, they I, have? I Cody Cece, really... yeah. average. Darnell Nurse has been bad. That's a bad contract. Nine million. Bad, 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 bad. Where's bad Broberg? Where's Broberg? Is he not? They're not he's giving him down. time. Well, he's played eight games. I read. I don't know. I sometimes I read the other subreddit uh, when I want to have a little laugh and. They always talk about how they think Broberg is better than, you know, other guys that maybe they play a little bit more. But I don't know, man. It's, um, I mean, Broberg's played eight games, no points. I mean, maybe he, I don't really know too much about his game. He might be more of a defensive guy, but they, they, I think the Oilers need to make a, a trade for a goalie. You will not make the playoffs with an 880 save percentage. I, I don't care. I, I don't care. You won't. So, I don't know. It's going to take a lot to turn around. You got to get a goalie, I man. I don't know. Yeah. I, it I don't starts know with a goalie. goalie. It starts with the goalie, but even is that oh, right now their goalies is Picard and Skinner. Jeez. If they can um, get if they can get a goalie who can make the big saves, like and and here's what it is, right? Like they're not getting saves when they need them. Yeah. Like every you know most most teams in the league or mo- I'd say most goalies in the league have the ability to make a big save when they should not and that's what wins you the game right mm-hmm. you know i've seen it with temco all the time right yep. makes a big save that he shouldn't make and we end up winning and if it wasn't for that big save you know you don't know what happens so stuart skinner's not giving them those saves and they need to get a guy who who's going to and well, i don't think he's who do a you... starter just yet like i don't know i i, I think he's still young Right, and he really needs that backup. They can't depend on him. He's too how young. old is he? I think he's like 23, 24. He's 25. 25. Oh, 
okay. I didn't know he was 25, but I mean, it's still pretty young. Still a, a little, still a little young for a goal. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't know. Like, who do you think? Here's my question to you: Who do you think the Oilers should be looking at goaltender wise, or even uh, even defense? Everyone's saying Gibson. Uh, I mean, I guess that's the guy that wants to leave. I mean, but Anaheim's not doing bad, so. That's the um, thing, right? Anaheim's not having a bad season, so why would they move on from him? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't mean, see, they have Dostal, but I don't know if Dostal's ready. I, I I don't see them like trading him. Like I don't I don't think they have enough to give back. And I mean, like they have to give up a lot of their prospects, but are are they willing to do that? People were saying know. Bennington, right? But Bennington is playing really oh, well, wow. and and St. St. Louis is doing good. He's playing well. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I didn't know he was playing well, but uh, he's playing well. Yeah, Hofer, I, I saw that. I don't actually, think I quite see, ready. I I saw uh, Robert Thomas playing well, um, dude. Yeah, in Cairo. The thing well. with St. Louis is Bennington is playing really well, and Hofer is not has had a couple good games, but mm. unfortunately for, the, for my unfortunately for my fantasy team, it looks like Hofer's not ready. So, well, he's still he's still twenty three, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they expected Hofer. I, I mean, I expected Bennington to like you know melt down and Hofer gets. Yeah, a lot of I, games thought, because, I honestly but, thought that too. I thought Bennington was on the decline, honestly. But who's another guy like like you know people always the pipe dream right is like getting Allmark or Swayman, but like there's no way Boston like why would Boston do that? Like the situation no. is good. Well, this year I think they're just gonna keep both of them. There's no way that they're. Gonna, I, I don't think. Right now, they don't need to get rid of them. I mean, they can deal with that later, right? If they're winning, who's another? Who's another option then? Who's another option so, for a okay, goalie? Okay, I'll, I'll list it out here. So, John Gibson. Um, uh-huh. who did you say again? Bennington. Benning, Jordan Bennington. Uh, what team is not doing well right now? I mean, Reimer's there. I mean, but that's. Yeah, uh, Reimer has been so much better though than Huso. Yeah. Um, Rhymer, though, guys. I did think of Rhymer the other day. I was like, I wonder if they could get Rhymer. Yeah, like Rhymer is definitely a guy that can get some wins for you. He's a huge goalie. Um, he he def- definitely struggles, but he definitely has some flashes of brilliance. But, I mean, I don't know. I, like, I, I have I, to just off the top the of my head, like, like Marlamov? Marlamov? Oh, uh, Vegmelka. Are they gonna keep? Are they? Do you think they're keeping him now? Ah, Arizona's playing well. They won't trade Vegmelka. No, yeah. Okay. Um, um, I know. I know the deadline that he was uh, looked at. So I'm just trying to see um, here. Did I mean, like, Flurry? is Flurry is Flurry gonna want to move? And also, Gustafson hasn't been playing good. So they've kind of been leaning on Flurry more. Oh, they've been leaning on Flurry. Oh, they and I think they did call up. Uh, uh, Wallstead, actually. I mean, uh, I think it like it would be smart for Minnesota, I think, to move on from Flurry. You know, if 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 a team really wants him, because yeah, you have Wallstead coming up. But yeah, I think like, is Flurry the answer? I mean, might. and does Flurry want to move again? Like, is like I don't know if Flurry wants. No, to move I don't again. think Flurry would want to go to Canada unless it was like Montreal. You know what I mean? Um, Montreal, another another um, another one actually. Uh, Jake Allen. Yeah, I guess you could get a, quite a bit from, and even his bat. I mean, I guess you'd kind of want to keep uh, Montablo, uh, but uh, Jake Allen has been pretty decent, and he gets. But a lot is of- that is that really an answer though? 
Like, is no, Jake Allen I think, really, I think like, he would struggle maybe there. Like, Montreal plays decent defense, right? Like, and that's yeah. that's and that's the the problem here is like if you're gonna get go out there and get like an average goalie, right? Like a guy like Reimer or a guy like I Allen mean, or whatever. Yeah, do you like, think they'd they're just still be not fine with succeed. Skinner? Do you think they'd be fine with Skinner and just get and go getting a like a a better like a maybe a top four? Top, yeah, top four defenseman. The problem is, is I feel like they need like two of those. <laughs> yeah, that's hard to get. Eh? Like, I don't um, know, man. Like, and, and so like, OK, so like, who do you think the Oilers, if the Oilers wanted to make a big, big trade for somebody, whether it be a goalie or defenseman, who do you think they should be trading? It, they don't have prospects. They do not. What's harder to get a defenseman or a goalie at the trade deadline? It depends on... I feel like getting a goalie would be easier. Yeah. But I mean, definitely if the guy has some cap too, and they can take that back. Like I if you're, know. if you're going to go out there and get like, you know, Schmidt? like an average Schmidt? goaltender, he's been bad. Has he? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just going through the league here, kind of seeing some guys that would ideally fit. I have a Varlamov. Has he been playing bad? Here's my here's my crazy here's my crazy trade idea. And this is okay. this is this is nuts. This is absolutely nuts and it will not happen, but uh, I could just I could just like see how like maybe like yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. So the Edmonton Oilers acquire um Linus Allmark. Okay. From the okay. from the Boston Bruins, right? Yeah. In return, the Edmonton Oilers send Ryan Nugent Hopkins, oh, man. an unprotected first round pick, and Dylan Holloway. What do you think of that? Crazy? Uh, I don't see that. that thing. I don't know. I don't know if it's an overpayment for. See, like I don't know if it's an overpayment or underpayment for either side. Oh, That's... so then it's a good trade. Well. I don't know if it would go through okay, like Linus Omark. I think it I mean, I don't know if you would need three players. I mean, okay, yeah, obviously they would Boston would love Fesna. to take the three. Boston would love to take three players, but I think they really like Dylan Holloway. But I mean the first and who else did you say, sorry? Dylan Holloway has one goal and in fourteen games. Oh, I mean maybe maybe they give him up. Uh, yeah, what you think? You think that. you think Nuge in an unprotected first is enough? But like, who are you replacing with Nuge then? Yeah, you got to find that. He's one of <laughs> their top f- guys. Sam Gagne. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, resurgent. <laughs> yeah, resurgence in the playoffs just lights it up. And gets the consmite, but. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, dude, is when you look at Nugent Hopkins, though, is that not a Boston Bruin right there? Like, I can that is that is. Oh, a he would definitely Bruin. do very well on the Bruins for sure. I mean, but, that fits a need for them, right? They need they they like that defensive center. I mean, look at Bert. Like Nugent is kind of like a bird Bergeron light, very light, very yeah. very light. But like, I don't know. Like, I could see Boston maybe having an interest in Ryan Nugent Hopkins and. You know, their centers, Zaka and Charlie Coyle have been playing well, but I mean, like, you can never be deeper on centers. Or you can never be too deep on centers, so. Okay, I, I, I'm i looking at Toronto, and oh, no. I don't know if I even should. It's too biased, isn't it? I mean, you could trade. Who are you saying? So I think, so I think it's evident that 
Toronto's sticking with Wall, and they kind of want to develop him uh, into the starter. Evident, though, because Wall hasn't been that good. He hasn't, but like he's also been, he's shown some kind of uh, brilliant moments, but. Uh, but is he ready? Is he ready to take this team? Like, because, like, as ironic as it is, I know the Oilers all year were saying cup or bust, but like, is this not cup or bust for Toronto? Is is can you put can you put can you put Stanley Cup aspirations on Wall? Uh, maybe. I mean, look at Aiden Hill and uh, and uh, yeah, but Aiden Hill's guy? a vet, Logan Thompson, but Aiden Hill. Aiden I mean, Hill's Joseph Wall. Though. Joseph Wall. He's 25, 26. Not too bad. That's one. And, I'm, and I mean, of... like Vegas. Vegas didn't really have a choice there with Aiden Hill. It was like Thompson got injured, and it's like, well, I guess we have to run with Hill. Yeah. Like, and then it worked out. Well, I was just thinking, like, so you could, you okay? I'll just say it. So Samsonov could go over to Edmonton, and that kind of give them okay. a starter. It's a, definitely an upgrade. Um, okay. a guy that's been in the league for a little bit, and. Just one I don't know if it's an upgrade. He's so he's he's kind of all over the place, is he not? He, he is, but Stuart. He, I mean, he's more experienced than Stuart Skinner, but he, they de- they could keep Stuart Skinner. Um, but then they give us. Well, actually, we'll we'll add John Klingberg on that deal. Okay, and then they give us. Um. Oh man, see, it's bad. Because then they don't really have anyone to give up, but I think they can give us. Um, I was looking this at isn't, home. This isn't really taking cap into account, right? No, there's no it's way not, they trade that home. No, no, I don't know. I'm just looking at stuff. <laughs> no, I, I get my it. imagination was running wild there. I'm like, oh, this looks nice. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, I would like. Echo, I would like Echo, one Echo, at yeah, he he's a pretty good defenseman. I have to say. But uh, I don't know. Apparently, Tristan Jari and Ma- Magnus Helberg are a good duo. Um, I mean, Pittsburgh's not doing the greatest. I don't know if they picked it up in the past few days. But, uh, but yeah. Um, Edmonton Oilers have been in shambles. I mean, they definitely have won a, a few more games, but I don't know. They've if won, like, what, to... two or three in a row now? Yeah. But they're in yeah. such a deep hole, they can't afford to have another bad stretch. No. I mean, oh, they look pretty bad. And they lost San Jose, which was pretty embarrassing. Um, oh, that was so funny. That was my Stanley Cup right there. I cannot believe that happened. Oh, I can. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe that you know team what? Is so, it's that, so bad. That was a, 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 you know, a real like showcase of how bad this team was, and how bad the and, the, the 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 state of it. But I mean, they're on a three game winning streak, which is pretty pretty good. Um, yeah, what they beat like Seattle and. Somebody else. I think they faced Seattle twice. I could be wrong, but um, yeah, I believe they did too. Yeah, um, Seattle's really fallen off hard. Yeah, I mean it's pretty. I think that was easily predicted, just because um, they kind of uh, yeah they had their run to the playoffs, but I think they they still have to find that uh, core still, and and Maddie Beniers has been struggling as well this year too. Yeah, he's not like he's having that. I don't know. You slump. had such a it's such yeah. a big year from like Jared McCann and like he's never really been that guy. No, no, um, no, for sure. He's more of a second line guy. Yeah, like he's good. Uh, the, you, know, you know, he used to play for the Canucks, right? Oh, he played for Canucks and uh, he played for yeah, the we Panthers. Had him, we had him like, like 
a long time ago. And it was yeah. so weird to think like I think back to him and it's like we had him like that's such a weird like. Well, yeah, he actually has a lot like a huge path. He has. So he went from Vancouver, Florida, Pittsburgh, technically Toronto, and then to Seattle. Because he got taken in, in the expansion yeah. draft. Isn't that weird? Is it it is weird, weird, but it, like it just feels yeah. like like it feels like he never even played for Vancouver. Like like we had him. Like <laughs> yeah, I know. What, like no, how like he what, wasn't a how star we let then. him go? He wasn't a star. Well, then. he was so young. Well, there was attitude problems. Was there actually? Oh, there know. was. Yeah, I remember there was a, a problem with Man, him I, and his dad. I, I like, just like, I just re- sorry to cut you off. I just realized when I said that it sounded very Irish or Scottish. Are they actually? <laughs> I just are they I, actually. I, Man, that's a, we should. Oh, man, we should, you're speaking my language now. Yeah. Wait. Are you? Are you Scottish or Irish? I'm Irish. Okay. Well, I'm I, Canadian first and foremost. I'll tell yeah. you that right now. But yeah. But her, like my heritage, yeah. Like so, my family. Um. Well, my it's my dad's side. The last name that I have. Okay. Uh, Burke. Yeah. It's uh, that makes my sense. dad was born and raised in the Caribbean. Um, okay. So they're 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 Caribbean Irish, and then. Yeah obviously ireland before that so my my family is like a mixture i'm, I'm pretty much all of like the british isles but like okay. my last name is very prominently irish yeah that yeah. sounds irish mine's pretty and you're irish. what you're like yeah scottish irish i mean kennedy is pretty uh pretty irish but no i'm all i mean my uh my mom's side is maltese so that's uh it's european but uh maltese like like from malta malta yep yeah. malta that's pretty cool yeah, it's my nationality, but uh, there I, I could be wrong, but I I keep so do you know who Ronnie Atard is? No, so he's on Philadelphia right now. He's kind of a younger defenseman, and uh, I I swear that's a Maltese last name. So I, I kind of tried. Yeah, I tried looking it up, and uh, and uh, but yeah, but uh, I, okay. I I've known some Atards. Did you? My that's yeah. my I've that's known my some I've known some, some re, I've known some retards too. Yeah, I'm standing right here. <laughs> um, calm down, calm down, dude. The libs are so mad. I just said that. Mad? Yeah, you, you get canceled now. The libs are furious. Calm down, I, calm I down. Honestly, I honestly see a lot of comedians saying it, and it's just for comedy purposes. You're not trying to hurt anyone, I don't, right? I don't like, use the I don't use the word too much. It's it's just kind of a funny word. I don't know. No, I don't really. It's just a word. A lot of yeah. It's just, well. Yeah, well, dangerous topic. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move it on. Um, we're almost done here. Anyways, we just hit an hour. Um, uh, let's just. Qu- I'll quickly just say some a few things here. Just wrap it up, anyways, just because we're at an hour here. Um, Ken Johnson got sent down to the minors. Lion Gudro got um, benched by by uh, the new coach Vincent, and uh, they're they're really struggling right now. Rensky's struggling as well. Uh, it's not looking good for them. Maybe Babcock wasn't so bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're regretting their decision. Uh, maybe it wasn't so bad. Uh, what do I, what do I take from it? I don't know, man. You have like, like, I think like Goudreau and Liney are notoriously streaky, like floaty players. Players, Yeah. Like yep. they need to like, be what I, on a good team to perform very well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They need... It's kind of like another guy we could talk about too, uh, Huberto. You know, like I've yeah. said it time and time again, Huberto is not a play driver. All right, when he when when he doesn't have somebody 
like a Barkov driving his line, he's invisible. And that's what we're getting in Calgary. It's the same shit with Line A. Line A is not the type of guy to do it by himself. He's not. No. And and neither, you know, Goudreau, like, I have never known what to thought think about Goudreau. He's like, yes, oh, yeah. this guy has a ton of talent. He's very good. But, like, why is he so often invisible? Like, why? Why is that? And I think it's weird. Like, I think Columbus has a decent team. I definitely yeah. don't see anything wrong with it. Fentilli's playing all right. I well, just don't. Uh, I just don't think that. I don't think Goudreau is a do it by himself type of guy, and neither's Line A. And when you put the two of them together, it kind of, I don't know, it's tough. And yeah. then Kent Johnson too got sent down. And, I thought and it was looking that, out for him. I thought. I mean, I guess I, he's. Still I thought young. it was going to be a breakout year. I thought it was going to be a breakout year for him. Yeah, I thought he was going to be uh, a solid NHL guy, but he he still he still will young. be. He will yeah. be. He will be. And then, you know what we say all the time: put him in the AHL. If he's struggling, just put him in the AHL. It's nothing wrong with oh. it. It's a good league. He'll improve, and he'll he it'll benefit him more than hurt him. So, what do you think of uh, of the Huberto thing? <laughs> yeah, he got benched as well. Um, I feel bad for him, and I feel so like I. he 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 just fit Florida's system very well, and. I think he had a he was so successful there, right? Like he he didn't struggle there. Um and he's always had a, a decent season. Like I swear he's always had a good season in Florida and then boom, gets hit in Calgary, des- de- depressing arena, depressing dressing room, locker room drama. Daryl Sutter, who's the wor- the one of the worst coaches to deal with. Um Man, and, and to name, like, I mean, even his team, like, even the teammates, like, I mean, like, I just think, um, like, it sounds like there's a lot of individuals, like Zadorov said in the interview. I mean, I think he was just showing no filter there, right? And well, he, he requested irritated. a trade right he after, did. right after the game. Like, yep, I, I don't know, like, I feel like that locker room is just very not together. I think no. there's a lot of like riffs, like, you have good, yeah. good, good young players like Zari and, um, hospital you know coming up now but like they're not gonna carry the team like they need the vet like manji upani you know that's a guy you need to who needs to be scoring 30 goals you know you need huberto to be point per game you need like elias lintel man like you know yeah he had his big being wasted he was on that big three with kachuk and goudreau and then they both left and like you know elias lintel's a great player but he is not like he was not the reason that line was so good. I mean, he was just very good with those two players. And, like, yeah. Matt Kachuk is a driver, right? And and so that's what helped Johnny Gaudreau. So, yeah. and Lindholm as well. Like, Lindholm is a very good centerman, very good defensively, I think. Like, he's, but he's not, like, an offensive, like, wizard. No, he and, needs guys like Kachuk, and he needs guys like Gaudreau to succeed. I mean, he's an ideal sentiment to put in between elite wingers. And you know what? And I don't think there is any guy that can just do the job by himself. I mean, obviously McDavid, yeah, he can do a, he can do a lot by himself, but he still needs teammates. Like he still need the right guys to play with. And if they're not playing with the right guys, your game's going to be so off. uh, You're not going to have that assistance that you're so used to having right and like florida obviously it seems like a good dressing room good locker room everyone enjoys being there i mean obviously it's happy weather and then he's going right to calgary which is gets dark probably pretty early and 
and uh, in the winters, and it's probably pretty brutal there as well. You, you blame his poor play on the weather. <laughs> you know what? You could take it into consideration, but like it's a definitely a, um, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> oh, excuse, excuse, excuse. But you know what? It's it's definitely not a right. Fit I mean, for I get what you, I get what you're saying. Like, it's not a right know, fit. It's, uh, it's not. And I well, I but I mean, I've heard the, the pieces say, aren't there. Calgary doesn't have dude. You look at no. Calgary, man. Like they don't have any it factor guys. Like Huberto, yes, he he can put up big points. Is he the X factor? No, he's not. Kachuk was the X no. factor. Matthews yep. is the X factor. Patterson yep. is the X factor. Yeah, you, you know, like those guys. McDavid is an X factor. So is Drysaddle. Like yep. Makar, McKinnon, um, you know, guys like that. Like like Panarin, Zibanejad. Like those guys are like X factors. Yep. Calgary doesn't have one. Doesn't have one. No. Jack Hughes. No. I mean, like, bro, like it's the well, same they, shit they were in New Jersey. It's him to be that, right? When they traded to, but Chuck he's not. Like, I know, and like, I don't know if that's bad pro scouting, but like, bro, I, I could tell you right now when I was watching Panthers games when Huberdeau was on that team, when 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 the game wasn't going right, Huberdeau didn't exist. And so, when yeah. a lot of games are not going right in Calgary, Huberdeau doesn't exist. Like, yeah, well, you look at think... you look at New Jersey, man. Like, like look at like like Jesper Bratt, for example. Like he is an elite winger at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. Hughes go. I mean, Hughes playing, gets injured. Look who he's playing with, Hughes, though. Exactly. Hughes gets injured. The guy's been middle like of of the road ever since. Yes, exactly. So Huberto is so used to having that crutch of Barkov, right? So used yep. to it. And Verhage. And Verhage. It doesn't not have that anymore. Doesn't have the crutch even, that he's. Even, He's even when he so had, long. even when he was on the second line with Sam Bennett, I yeah. mean Sam Bennett, Sam Bennett gets fucking in there. Like yeah. Sam Bennett's a driver. Yeah, you know, and like nobody on Calgary does that. No, no, no one. I, I mean, I really don't know if there is anyone on that team that I, does do that. No, they, they are so screwed, dude. That contract sucks. It and just seems they like- are screwed. If I got traded to Calgary, I would hate my life right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Calgary's I, a nice city to live in. No, I meant like just in the team situation wise. You oh, know what okay. I, mean? I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, I'm not saying the city. I'm not. I'm not shitting on the city. No, because I would. I want to go to Calgary. Like, don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying, being in that locker room, being in that environment, being with the the team right now does not seem like a happy place to be. Nah, especially seems- when you have guys literally just requesting trades. <laughs> Yeah, and then you have guys requesting trades and then then taking out of trades and then guys having contract negotiations and then when something bad happens, saying, no, we're not doing any contract negotiations anymore. And it's all public. Yeah, it's all public. I don't get how this is happening. How are we finding (laughs) out that this is happening is beyond me. I mean, who is the leak? Who is the leak? And who is this? This is someone. This is inside job by someone. (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Who do you think it is? I I forgot Kadri was there. I'm not going to lie. I forgot Kadri was there. It's like it's like you have like a team full of like like that team is full of good pieces. Right. Yeah. But there is absolutely no like. There's no glue. There's no connecting blocks. No. Like if you have like a whole bunch of Legos, you know, and you need to to put them all together, there's no pieces that they can all attach themselves to. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, I do. 
there's no center um there's no mainframe there it's just yeah. a bunch of guys who have had good yeah. seasons before and there's but but they have there's nobody there to drive them yeah you and know that's how, what it is you you know how carolina is a bunch of jerks calgary is yep. just a bunch of guys <laughs> and that is the best way guys. to put it calgary is a bunch of guys bro that is a bunch of guys yeah who they don't need to yeah, need to figure it out well, you, I, I know we're going a little long here, but you see Zadorov say, yeah, we're a bunch of individuals. But maybe it's just not the right players with people, so they don't have a choice and they don't know how to play differently, right? Like, some players are so used to playing the ways they are. Hockey's such a muscle memory sport, right? And I know they're supposed to be able to adapt. This is their job and this is what they train for, but it is hard when you're not playing with those right guys and the chemistry is not there and the, and the environment's terrible, you're not going to win games. You're not going to perform like you used to. And I don't know. He, he It's just he's not having You know what's scary when Zadorov is speaking the most sense on your fucking whole team? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. English is his second language too. And he's speaking all the facts. Like, yep. And, and, you know, I don't I know. Like Zidorov. I like Zadorov. I like him. Um, yeah, there's rumors. There's a lot of teams interested in him. I don't know if I'd want Vancouver is one of them. I don't know if I'd want him. He's I don't know. He I just don't. I like wouldn't want to pay him like a contract he'd probably ask for, but for definitely for a playoff run, he'd be good for sure. Did you see? Speaking of Russians, did you see? Uh, real quick, did you see the Galchenyuk arrest video? Oh my god, we yeah, that's something that we did. <laughs> Holy about. crap, man! Yo, like there's holy something going crap. On. Oh, like, dude, that is the that is that is a man who has basically he feels like he's failed, like he's whoa he's lost it. Yeah, you think about it. So he was the third overall pick. He was on the top. He was getting paid good money, having decent seasons in the NHL, and then man, he just dropped. Went from team to team to team to team. Everyone wasn't taking a ch- like they took a chance on him, kept failing, kept failing, and then are not even failing. You know how, it's like, not working out. Do you know how like internally unsettling that must be for for yeah. a man to just like, like have it and then suddenly you don't? No wonder he's drunk, out of his mind like, during the day, driving. He must his car. be internally tortured, man. Yeah. Like yeah, like he just he doesn't, and, and and I bet he's got no idea why. I bet he's got no idea why any of this happened. You yeah. know, I don't know. I don't know too much about him. Like maybe if he was irresponsible and slacked off and didn't work hard enough yeah. and to, I don't know. But yeah, that was a, a not a great video of him. And I feel bad for him. You know, even yeah, though despite embar- some that's of the em- horrible, horrible things he was saying, like it's embarrassing. It, it, it is embarrassing. It, it, it's something he didn't say in a clear state of mind. Um, why does he why why you know i don't understand like why not like three four years ago when obviously the nhl wasn't working out why wouldn't he just go back to russia and get paid good money in russia and just play hockey well, there? i think he I is understand. going there now um oh, i well he might be why if he wants to avoid going to court yeah yeah <laughs> i mean he is half russian so oh yeah well he go. speaks super russian yeah so yeah. i don't know he probably should do that like yeah that was not a good look but anyways we, we've gone pretty long here yeah I mean, I think there was a lot to talk about, a lot to catch up on. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, de- we'll definitely have some more content out for you guys. I- I'm trying to um, bring my recording software with me and also for my N- NHL. So I'm- I might try to start up a franchise <laughs> mode because I- I've been doing some customization. So I-, I think an expansion team is 
how I'm going to probably start it off um, for NHL 24 Where here. Are you going? And Where are you going? I don't know yet. That's the thing. I don't know yet. So maybe like so there's something. Any suggestions my pick? where to go? Yeah. Salt Lake. Salt Lake. Ooh. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. Salt Lake. Salt Lake. Okay. I'm all for, I'm very pro Salt Lake getting a team. Yeah, that that would that would be honestly that'd be pretty cool. That is a, that, City, that market Utah. is a guaranteed. Yeah, that market is a guaranteed W. You take a struggling yeah. NHL franchise. I don't even think it needs to be an expansion. You take a struggling team like the Coyotes, put them in Salt Lake. Are they struggling? I, mean, I think that's a well, like attendance wise, arena okay. wise. Attended, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not too well, bad. I, eh? Actually, well, well, no, they're doing quite good. And like, honestly, I think their attendance in mullet is good. The problem is the attendance is only like, what, 6K? Well, the so, thing is they don't have an they, arena. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like if you can't get an arena in Phoenix, I mean, and it's like bad. ultimately I would prefer it if the Coyotes stayed in Phoenix. I think I think it can work there. But, yeah. um, you know, if you ended up having to move them. Yeah, I think I think you move them to a city that's going to love them, which would be Salt Lake. Mm. And then you save Houston or whatever for expansion, because you can make yeah. a lot of hype for expansion. When if you want to move a team, I think you I think you move a team to a guaranteed market like Salt Lake, because Salt Lake sense. will love that team. Salt Lake yeah. will support that team. Yeah, and make it more exciting for Houston if they, that yeah. ends up at or Quebec City or you know whoever. And then and then um, and then and then it, that opens up the pathway. I've said it before, but if you move Phoenix or Arizona to Salt Lake, and yeah. then you expand in Houston. Then you have an uneven number of teams again, east-west. You'll actually yeah, have more teams yeah. in the west than you do the east, and then you need another expansion team in the east. Quebec City. Boom. Just like Hire a me. yo-yo, eh? Hire me, Gary Bevan. Yeah, yeah. Hire Bryce. He's, he's looking for... I have it all planned out, buddy. All good. The NHL. Yep, hire me. <laughs> um, I Step one, net guard. Step two, Quebec City expansion. Yeah, man, we would we would we would run this league. We'd make it fair. We'd make it right for everyone. More and exciting. Market the players better. Man, we would market the shit of the NHL. I'll tell you that. I would get I would get McDavid to start an OnlyFans. And then, yeah, and then that, that, that way would that probably... would really that would really that would really encourage I think growth in the league. So yeah, yeah. Well, um, thank I'm you guys gonna... so much for watching. Yeah, we're gonna have to end it here because sure. someone's trying to get in my room. So, um, oh. um but uh, yeah, so you can keep going, keep going with that. Oh, well, yeah, make sure you guys uh, follow us on all of our socials, Twitter, Instagram, Drake runs those really great. We've got a YouTube channel where we like to upload some clips and some GM modes from NHL. Make sure you guys follow us on there and we'll see you guys in the next one. Yeah, everything's linked below. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, YouTube, Instagram, X. I've been changing the thing to X now because it was Twitter for the longest time. So and I changed the Instagram uh, highlight icons just to make it more uh, aesthetically pleasing. So I hope you guys enjoy that and, um, you know, do whatever you can to help us. And we really hope you have a great day and hope you enjoyed this episode. See you guys in the next one. Sweet. See ya.